We play and call it work. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Sit and Talk. We are exhausted and flustered here at Mini Wargaming. <laughs> it's been a week, guys. It's, it's been an hour. <laughs> it's been five minutes. I, I think we've had the internet drop twice today. Once yeah, was I, 15 minutes ago. The mic is uh, hitting off your necklace, sorry. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'll just... There. Perfect. That'll work. Yeah, it, I think it's dropped twice today. <laughs> so yeah. Colin is flustered as heck. It, it, I was literally <laughs> about to hit go live, and then it dropped. <laughs> but welcome to this week's Sit and Talk, where we answer your questions live, and what is left from last week's Sit and Talk on our website. Uh, after me, it's going to be Vito, I think we just uh, figured out. I believe it is. Yeah, v next week is going to be Vito. Feel free to leave questions on our website for him after this goes up on Saturday afternoon. Yes. i got to remember, these go up on afternoons now. Correct. I guess we, we, I we actually break it up a little bit. Okay. So, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to open up the queue so that we can get questions going. Uh, there we go. There's the open command. Is it open? Mm -hmm. It is. Good. Hopefully questions come in. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be exclamation mark, exclamation mark ask, and whatever question you'd like to, like to put in. I do have a couple from last week, so I'm just going to get to those. And I actually have one for you, Colin. Me? Yeah, from Demon Wolf, who says, Colin, try Heralds of Ruin. They have space rats. Space rats. Were you talking about Kill Team with Josh? Uh, no, I was definitely talking about rats in space. And if they had them, I would buy them. <laughs> so uh, I will look into that. Hmm. It, they probably have rules for like the uh, Vermeer? The Veermen? The Veermen? I think is what they are. Yeah, the M Mantic Games sci-fi Correct, stuff. yeah. Now, I see, I thought that was called Dead Zone. May, isn't Dead Zone the sports game they do? Uh, isn't that Dread Ball? That might be. <laughs> no, I think it was, no, that does make more sense, actually. I think I always get those confused. Huh. So, maybe I'm right, maybe I'm not. I also cannot speak, as I am a, not an expert on any of this. <laughs> uh... Next question comes from Big Mikey, who asks, Aaron, how many System Battle Boxes did you get? And how many times have you told people you played Sisters before they were cool slash plastic? Hey, Colin, did you know I played Sisters before they were cool or plastic? No, I've never once heard that ever. Okay, good. I've told one person now. <laughs> I actually didn't order the Sisters Battle Box. Because... Money. <laughs> I know... Um, Dan up in the store. I think he had like two from his pre-order that haven't been claimed yet. So if they're still there come payday, I might end up grabbing one. Not bad. Oh my gosh. The book is so good. Now for you having all of your metal miniatures, do you plan on ever actually replacing them with plastic? I would be planning to add on to. Okay. I've already gone through and I've put them on 32 millimeter bases so they'll match the footprint at least. Right. I'm not going to change up the miniatures because I kind of like the smaller metal ones. 
They're just classic now. They're, I, I, and I and they're hipster bragging rights. Oh, for sure. I'm all about hipster bragging rights. Yeah. You, and so if anyone tries to argue with, no, you didn't play them before. You, well, don't lie to me. Boom. <laughs> you didn't have these in second. I didn't either, but these models are from second. <laughs> so ha ha. <laughs> but yeah, I did have a chance to look at the book briefly. And I completely forgot my notes on it upstairs. So if any questions come about, hopefully I remember. <laughs> those were those were test notes. Yeah, you were practicing. Yep. Like this is what I need to know. This is what people will ask about. I forgot my notes. Darn it. <laughs> uh, I got a question from Mylin, M Y E L I N, saying Aaron. There's a lot of eyes. Firstly, can you ask Colin what the heck is the delay on the Chuggamug? Colin, what is the, the heck is the delay on the Chuggamug? Uh, if I could show you guys my editing cue list, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, every time I feel like I am almost there, something new becomes priority, and then, and then I have to get back to the normal stuff, and it's, it's a problem. And this is something we're honestly trying to address. Yeah. And it's it's not like I don't want to. It's. If I have stopped to do that, then this, that could potentially mean missing a battle report day. And unfortunately, that is that is the more pressing matter. Yep. Uh, I can. Colin's desk is right behind mine, as you can see from the open vaults. And he is stressed constantly, just trying to get through everything. Yeah, I mean, one of my factors was I was having computer issues. I yep. added that appears to be sorted now, so I should be able to work more efficiently. And have less rage. <laughs> <laughs> less rage from Colin would be great. <laughs> uh, That's more room for Aaron rage. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta keep that rage quote of the same. Though. Yep. No, it, it, rage is a give and take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Continuing with this, I thought you said it was like two months ago that they were filmed and we've never seen it. Yeah. Priorities come up. I, it, it, it's not like I don't want to because I, I really do want yeah. to finish that. I had fun filming it. Um, yeah, it's literally... They had a time experiencing it. Yes. From what I heard. Oh, yes. I still refuse to do those. <laughs> That's just gross. I, I, I have the I'm behind the camera card. So. Yep. <laughs> You're needed. You, you can't get sick. <laughs> oh, how is the store doing? Um, I guess you mean like the Shopify store. It is exploding. In a good and bad way. In a way where I have three people currently doing my regular job upstairs so I can come down and do this. Uh, yes. <laughs> like by the time we're done here, they'll be through everything and then I have to put it all through the system individually. And there's over 100 orders right now in that backlog. Right, because the idea, I guess, for the infrastructure was to be packing these dice upon order. And well, that, kind was of. Was that the plan? or to, I want to have most of them made up like I do with the magnet packs. Okay. Where I have a stockpile of stock that's sitting on the shelf behind me. Mm -hmm. But then I also have some on hand to just throw into orders. Okay, so still loose, not in. I just haven't had a chance to do that because <laughs> it hasn't slowed down since we opened. So really, they're packing dice, putting them in the boxes, and doing that part for you, and you're just... And I'll be just putting it through the can of post shipping. Putting the shipping labels on, doing all that. Yep. All the uh, tedious stuff. 
But I mean, I really appreciate all the all the orders from you guys. It's super awesome. Yeah, no, it's nice to have the uh, the extra revenue stream. <laughs> it's just interesting because we just started the store, and I feel like the the infrastructure might not quite be there yet for such no. a high volume. No, because we had our own shop before through Xcart, and we spent years like converting it and personalizing it. So all the orders would be listed out, and I could print them all at once. It would mark when things were out of inventory, like as I printed. Okay. And I could automatically take all of the addresses and put it into the Canada Post system. So I don't have that now. <laughs> right now, it's all now, now. I'm printing orders one off one at a time, and I'm copying addresses line by line. <laughs> Some of these things are five lines long when you get into into like Britain or Eastern Europe. Oh, yeah. 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 I These places I, with very specific designations for everything. Yeah, I guess I kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess not every address operates the same. No. Hmm. Although UK addresses are the best. Because I, I won't have, like, I'll have, like, a street name, but then not a number. Because each house will have a designation. What? Like, one will be the hovel, or the Fisher's Cove, or... What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, that's pretty cool. I, it's like I kind of wish everyone else would do it, but I really don't actually. <laughs> yeah, when you're like, this is what happens when your system is a gajillion years old. Yes. Final, finally, from Mylan is played any Middle Earth lately? I haven't. I have stuff done up still that's not based. Hmm. <laughs> It's on my shelf. It's like it's on my list of things that need to just be finished, and I hate basing. Is that the list of things you're gonna make Max do? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I did with the Space Marines. Is I got to a point where I had so many of them done but not based, it became intimidating. So I was like, okay, Max, I will give you twenty dollars just base all this for the afternoon. Right, <laughs> and he did. <laughs> nice to have uh, someone on hand like that. I was like, you, you want to make a little bit of money? Yeah. You, Slide. You're on the side, right? Benefits to working in the game store. Or at least next to it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I haven't got to play Middle Earth yet. Actually, I haven't read the rule book in a while. Not since last year. I shouldn't uh, refresh myself on that. Alright, I'm going to get into the live questions now with Hack M slash, what is new in Aaron's world? Uh, stress. So much stress. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great place to be. It, it's been an interesting week. And then with the store on top of that, and with the increased email flow from that. Yes. Yeah, because you're I also think... on the email end of everything. So every time any of you guys... So have to submit an email? It, every time you send in an email complaining about someone else at the company, I have to read it first. Or complimenting us. Whatever. <laughs> or com yes, the comments are better. I, I like getting compliments. I like sending out the compliments. Like but That makes it worthwhile. That's good. But yeah, we're doing that. Um, new System Val coming out is new in Aaron's world. Very much looking forward to that. I... Do we have a date when they're actually going to release the range? I don't think that that's out yet. Okay, so it's still just the box set. From it's the only way to get the new rules and I've, cards. From what I understand, that 
at least for now, is how it is. Yeah. But I hope it's a more available soon. for everyone, because it definitely makes it a little awkward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Krillin85 asks, favorite war game and favorite army? Ooh, what criteria do I need for this, actually? Because, <laughs> like, favorite army is definitely going to be either Sister of Battle or my Celestial Lions. And I think I might actually lean heavier into Celestial Lions because I've rebuilt them, like, three times now. <laughs> but favorite war game... I might have to go with Arena Rex. Like it's either okay. it's either Arena Rex or Second Edition 40K, because that's the two that I will play like any time someone shows up. <laughs> uh, I, what I like about Arena Rex is it's very simple and very fluid. Uh, you, you remember like uh, War Machine Hordes, right? Mm -hmm. So you'd have the cards for that, and all the cards would be all the rules for everything. And then the boxes to check off damage and what happens okay. at certain levels, like if you lose too much might or mind or whatever. So Arena Rex kind of has that where they have, they'll have the health box system, but at certain points in that you'll get favor, which is like bonus dice to roll. Or you'll trigger certain abilities, which will really swing combat. So, that, so that's as you receive damage? As you receive damage, okay. you get to do more cool stuff. And then... As you do damage, you, you roll dice, and you go down a flowchart. So you start off at one point, like, do two damage. Then you choose between push an inch or reposition. And then you go down, and it would be like, do three damage, and then... So now, does it, does it like, web off of them? Yeah. So it, it'll be like one into two into one into... Two and maybe one. Okay, so yeah, it begins to start branching. Yeah, or you get into some of like the bigger characters, and you'll have like two different trees you can pick from. Okay, okay, <laughs> I I have not actually heard of that kind of system before. But I'll show sounds... the cards when we get upstairs. Yeah, that sounds super interesting. But yeah, that like Arena Rex is top for me just because of how all of that kind of flows together into a small skir skirmish game where you bring three to five models. Right. So I can keep up on painting it, too. Yay! Because <laughs> Aaron is a slow painter. Uh, Ruffles McCloud says Aaron's the best. Thank you. <laughs> There's no question to go along with that, just a statement. Yeah, that was not, that was not an ask. That was a <laughs> state. <laughs> that was a statement, Aaron's off. Okay, I'll take it. I like that one. Uh, G1 Blaster wants to know, why are the sisters so lame compared to Chaos? Uh, because they weren't written very well for a long time. <laughs> for a lot of years, the sisters of battle were just cannon fodder. Yeah. And there always seemed to be more of them to make into cannon fodder somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's always interesting. It's nice that uh, they're actually more represented. Yeah. So I, I'm really hoping that there'll be a shift in tone with writing. Like, they've kind of lightened up on it a bit over the past couple of years. Like, it couldn't get any worse than the Grey Knights, the unstoppable defenders against chaos who cannot be corrupted in any way, shape, or form, slaughtering a covenant of Sisters of Battle 
and bathing in their blood to become more incorruptible against chaos in any way, shape, or form. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Gotta love the over-the-topness of 40k. That, yeah, that was just beyond over-the-top. That was weird. <laughs> I remember reading that one for the first time. It's like, I don't, I don't believe I just read that. I have to read it again just to be sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm hoping that they make a shift there. It'll be really nice to see much more effective sisters. I need to steal the uh, codex back again and go through just the lore and see what happened, especially with uh, the Argent Shroud. That, that's my my uh, order. Thus, they're the best. <laughs> I mean, by, I, that's usually what that means. Yeah. Uh, Colin, I might need you on this one. At 14.11.55. You okay? Cesarioa1337 saying, I saw everyone is chipping in to help shipping now. How much have orders grown percent-wise, and whose dice are most popular, if you don't mind? My asking. Okay. That was an easy one. <laughs> Simple enough. Yes, I do have a bunch of people helping upstairs. I am really grateful for that. Because it has been a huge stress the past couple of days with how much it, it has exploded. How much has it grown percent-wise? Um, yes, percent. Well, we never used to sell dice, so... Yeah. Like, when we opened it up... Was that just last week we did that? I believe so. Is it either last week or the week before? Yeah, like, it's not long. It's not been long. And it's like, I had 30 orders to do. At, at whenever I would go to print stuff off. So, like, that's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, there's over 100 now. <laughs> there's over 100 orders I couldn't print out before they all came in. Awesome. And when I go upstairs, my office is going to be filled with packing boxes that I have to ship. They've started to put them in my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was more because they had to go back and weigh them. Eh, that's fine. I, 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 they I might know. be back in my office again. <laughs> if you need to put them in mine, that's fine. No, I should have enough room. It's um, it's when the Canada Post guy shows up and sees what's waiting for him. Bring out your dolly, sir. Bring and, out your dolly. And then never shows up again. He's just like, I'm just going to drive past tomorrow. Yeah, nope, we're not visiting you. We're done here. You are not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Whose dice have been the most popular? Uh, Lucas. I mean, they got taco cats on them. Yeah. Even if you're... Like, even if you're not a fan of Luca, you're probably a fan of Taco Cat. You're either a fan of tacos or cats, and I find or you're probably both. indifferent of the other. Yeah. <laughs> and I like both tacos and cats. I kind of want a set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Tacos are the perfect food, by the way. That's how you bribe Aaron is bring tacos. Vegan tacos. No meat <laughs> or cheese. Or dairy of any kind. This went downhill quickly for me. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Kim Kimsey Bimsey won. I recognize your name. I still love it so much. Hey, Aaron, what happened with your Helm's Deep model? Where is that now? Yeah, okay. A, it's never really Aaron. No, it wasn't really mine. I just kind of claimed it from the front hall because I didn't like how it was exposed to the elements and people coming in from outside. And I had a 4x4 space to fill, so I took it. So, if I 
remember correctly. Because the one that was upstairs in the tournament hall was a second one. That was Tim. Spider-Man yeah. Tim made that one for the store in the gaming club. Right. That's been sold since. Because yep. someone bought it. Um, Not surprising. But I do think that they sold the other one as well. Did they? I, I do not was believe... Was that while we were moving? I do not believe it's here. Okay. I think it was just after the move. Because remember it was in Dan's store for a while? Yes, it was. So we had it... Because Dan opened up a month after we came in, right? Yes. A month or two. Um, so yeah, it would have been set up there. And then sold through Dan, probably. And yeah. It, so it's not around anymore. <laughs> I kind of miss it now that I know it's gone. I know, right? <laughs> I did like the second one Tim built, too, though. Yeah, I... Tim, it, Tim's it, was a lot more, um... I don't want to say nicer, because the one we had was huge and wonderful, but it was a lot more playable, I think, because it was just bigger. Correct. It was wider. And it had That's the wall section yep. that you could replace with the broken one, so it would fit the narrative as well. Yeah, it was a lot wider, so you can get more of a Helm's Deep battle going on it. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. Now, I believe there, so there was another question oh, from no. Creatoria1337, but the queue only allows one question at a time. But I'm going to hop in here okay. and uh, ask their second question. That's so nice of Colin. Um, with you guys doing Middle Earth bat reps, uh, will we be seeing you joining in any, in any of them at any point? I would like to. <laughs> um, yeah, I would like to is all I can really say. Because as far as I know, I'm not booked for anything. Because we're still trying to figure out all of this store stuff. Correct. <laughs> oh. Honestly, once the store is kind of evened out, once I get into the habit of how I'm doing distributor orders, because that's got to go through the new system now too, and it's going to be different than it was before. Um, yeah, once I get that stuff figured out, I might start bugging Josh again to play something. Nice. Because it's been a while. I, I, I want to play more. I haven't been able to make it the last few Fridays for the club though. I mean, so. that, that's the thing, right? It's by the end of the week, I feel very, very not inspired to stay at work for another three hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. And there is, Friday's a good time for me and my wife to go run errands. Mm. Yeah. So, I do need you again, Colin. Oh, yeah. I see this one. For 142340 from, er, you're bad at video games. Oh, okay. I gotcha. honestly thought it was urban video games. But that would have been cool, too. So I'll, I'll take this one because it's a whole okay. one. So it's, hi, Aaron. Just wanted to say I bought a bunch of dice from you guys a couple days ago. I thought $130. Uh, thought it was $130 and got charged $98. Uh, I see now that you charge in Canadian for obvious reasons. But would you be willing, but I would be willing to pay U.S. Uh, dollars. Uh, I would suggest keeping the price, but changing them to U.S. dollars. That is the question. <laughs> well, we're a Canadian company, so we're going to charge in Canadian dollars. It's easier for our bookkeeping. Because then when the money comes in, it's already converted to Canadian. We throw it right in the bank account. We'd go about our normal business. Correct. Because imagine trying to... 
it, it pretty much means that all of our products don't technically have a consistent value yeah. if we put them in because every, so it's not like every, say if every order we're making a dollar, it means we could be making a dollar 38 one time, a dollar 25 the next time, and it becomes hard to track, right? Yep. Um, so there's that. We don't do as much um, order, do as many orders from U.S. companies anymore. Like when we did it with Games Workshop, it made more sense to. But even then, I think they still charge us in Canadian, or at least figured out on their end. Right now, it's just the mags we order in and the blister packs. And that might be it, actually. Is the stuff we specifically order in U.S. dollars. Okay. So it just kind of makes a little more sense for us to be charging Canadian there as well. And then when other people come from the U.S. or from the U.K. or from these places that have a better exchange rate to us, they get a little bit of a deal going through, and they can just order more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's honestly. What that's my shilling to. for the day. <laughs> oh, you didn't think it was enough? Buy a set for your friend. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want your friends days to be like completely different. But also, I, I super appreciate the uh, the helpful order. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but that that is a good sized order yeah. in dice. Yeah, you now have... I, actually, I think I know what order they are talking about, too. Because I think I just printed that one off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a Ruffles McLeod again. What's the best filling for vegan tacos? Mushroom, onion are my go-to. Ooh, I love mushrooms and I love onions. You know, either raw or uh, cooked a little bit. I usually get beans. Like when I'm ordering from one of the places around here or when I'm doing them at home, I'll do a black bean filling for myself. Um, every once in a while, I'll get Beyond Meat. That's just every once in a while when I feel like it. I, I don't think I've seen anywhere around here regularly do Satan. S-E-I-T-A-N. I realize I should spell that out so no one is getting confused there. I don't know. We, we also don't have any stores that actually sell Satan. That's true. I just don't want Matthew to go through this later and go, did you just say Satan? <laughs> what is going on with these people? What is happening in our videos? <laughs> but yeah, black, black bean with jalapenos, um... A little bit of pico de gallo and some hot sauce is my go-to for, for tacos. Move that one. Got a, I don't know if it's a question or not, because there's no question mark, but I have a statement at least from Squealy Pigs. Not sure if this has been asked, but how many boxes of Sister the Battle have you ordered? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was before. I haven't ordered any. Uh, because my money's a little bit tight right now. Christmas is coming up and that, all that. But I know Dan is getting some in on pre-order for some people. So maybe if someone doesn't pick up theirs, I'll, uh, I might buy one off that. There you go. <laughs> if not, I'll, I will wait for the full release and I'll just get uh, the digital book. Because I'm finding I really love the digital books more than the physical ones. I'm just throwing my iPad and go. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> it's become my go-to. A, a few years ago, I was still about getting the physical books and be able to flip through them. But no, this is just more convenient. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much came to the conclusion of like, I like both. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I've got some books I still buy in paper because I, I want them on hand for things to flip through at. Right. I find for like the, the general first impression, when I first read it or whatever, and I'm first going over, I want it to be in physical form. But then every time after that, I prefer the digital for being able to control search a word. Yeah. So I can find exactly what I want to at that exact moment. Yeah, that works. But yeah, being able to flip through it is still a really nice experience. Like, there's a reason I go to used bookstores so lot. <laughs> like, it, it only cost me $10 for a book that would have been 50 before, and I can flip through it, and it's so nice. <laughs> but yeah, I just wish GW would lower the price of their digital stuff. Because <laughs> it's basically the price of the paper. <laughs> right. Typically, you know, you would offer the digital one with a little bit of incentive that it's cheaper. Yeah. But... I'm not GW. I don't go through their pricing. I understand that you also have to make a second product and all that, too. Also, if GW wants to send me books, that'd be great. <laughs> they, Hi. They... <laughs> I mean, me personally, not Mini Wargaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I think this one's for you, Cullen. B. Mauser wants to know, is there an open vault today? That is a, that, that is a no, unfortunately, sir. Um meetings and other things obviously with the videos you've seen previously this week um it's just not the best week uh, i think just for for everyone and and yeah. even for me trying to get all my stuff together uh it, it was just going to be another thing on top of everything else we're dealing with so unfortunately uh we kind of just we're going to give it a pass this week yeah and uh hopefully we'll be back next week back to normal and and back to our normal swing of things but uh, yeah, I just apologize from me and everyone here. I think it was better that we had a week off. Yeah, no. E like even yesterday, people were still kind of flustered with all the stuff that's been going on. But hopefully by next week, we start getting things smoothed out a bit. We start uh, coming back around. I'm actually on my last question here. What? So Get if, more questions in. Yeah, if people want to start spamming with questions, that'd be great. Aaron is all ready to I, answer I'm, your questions about sisters. Or wrestling. I will also talk about wrestling. Boom, you got two choices. <laughs> sisters, wrestling, or vegan food. That, that's my life now. <laughs> but uh, Ninja Fisk is saying, running a D&D campaign, looking forward to killing my PCs with my new mini wargaming content producer, Dice. Awesome. I want to know, have you selected a specific color for each player? Like, do, do they know when they're in trouble when you pick up certain colors of dice? I think, did I just delete them? Oh, okay, it's just being weird on me. <laughs> it's not letting me remove this comment. Ah, so it is acting up for you. Yeah, there it goes. Okay, I had to do it three times. I hope I didn't get rid of anyone else's questions in there. No, the question is, will it come back? Yes. Sometimes they randomly appear back in the queue. Yeah. But speaking of d and I've actually got... I've been invited to do a one-shot with some friends for Star Wars Edge of the Empire. Mm -hmm. Because... Okay, you know the new Star Wars game that came out? 
the like Dark Souls kind of one. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was watching a friend of mine play that, and she pulls up the menu, and it's got the character's name, which is Cal, and identifies what piece of equipment you're looking at, which was lightsaber. So I'm looking at this and I went, you know, if I was to play in a Star Wars RPG game, my name would totally be Cal Lightsaber. That's awesome. So now I'm going to be playing Cal Lightsaber in a one shot. Hi, I'm Cal Lightsaber. <laughs> I like that. Cal Lightsaber hopes you understand what they're doing with their life, because they don't. <laughs> so I've got, to, I've got to figure out this entire rule set that I've never read it before. Okay, okay. And it uses Genesis dice, which... I've kind of looked at before. What is that? That is Final F- or Fantasy Flight, not Final Fantasy, <laughs> Fantasy Flight's proprietary engine kind of thing. Okay. So is it like a like software? Uh, no, it's a D8 dice with different facings on them in different colors. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The Fantasy Flight thing where they make their eye get you. Yep. So... I've got to read through all that and try to understand it. <laughs> what does this symbol mean? Oh, I, I, I have help for it, but I still got to figure it out my own. <laughs> uh, Ruffles McLeod is back again with thoughts about AEW. Oh my goodness, I love AEW. They are easily the best show I'm watching right now. And that's between both Dynamite and Dark and their pay-per-views. <laughs> like... Just watching last night, I don't know how two hours went by watching this show. Because there was four matches in it and two interview segments. And it was over in what felt like half an hour. Like, I I'm just invest entirely in this. I love all the people they throw on the main roster. All the people they have, like, as the side help. I wish they got more people onto it in general. But I'm just being greedy then. They have a focus on tag team wrestling, which is my favorite kind. I love AEW. No, I'm assuming that is a... That is All Elite Wrestling. They started up this year, and it's being run by... I don't think you'd even know who they are, but Cody Rhodes, who's Dusty Rhodes' son. Okay. Yeah, no, Cohen has no idea what I'm talking about. I'm speaking complete gibberish right now to him. Is that, is, is that provided by, like, a certain network, or is that their own um, pr- I, private side, kind of? So the company itself is private. Uh, they are shown over TNT, the okay. TV network. Okay. I watch them over Fight, which is I a see. subscription site online. Okay. I have to mask my IP because it's not technically shown by, through Fight in Canada. <laughs> so I just, it's like, I don't have a TV. I have to watch this somehow. Yep, the, the 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 small awkward things of living in Canada and not yep. in America sometimes. Because our TV networks have such a monopoly on everything, they can decide that. <laughs> Great. Uh, PMOs are back again. When will you get the mixed dice back in stock? I assume you mean like the assorted pack? Which is one of everybody's, right? Which is one of everybody's, and that'll be when we get the uh, Mini Wargaming White Dice and the Mark of Dave Dice back in, and probably Josh's Dice as well. So these ones, are you saying these ones have sold out pretty much? I think they have. 
I'm pretty sure Josh is sold out. Days might be coming close. I know some of the limited edition stuff we had has been has been sold out. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do with the limited edition stuff. I don't know if we'll do more colors in the future. That'll be a Matthew question to ask. But the rest will should be coming in more regularly as we are able to make more orders. We kind of just threw together what we could into one to get ready for this. And yeah. Squealy Pigs. I love wrestling. I do too. Been watching it since the days of WCW and Big Van Vader. Yes. Used to watch the uh, WCW. One o'clock in the afternoon it was shown here on uh, TNA. No, not TNA. Oh, Turner. I don't even know what that is. It was like channel 47 back in the 90s. 47. Who came 47? I don't know. I don't have a TV anymore. I don't have a basic cable, so. But yeah, but back back in those days, I would mainly have the Saturday morning. I would watch WWF at noon, while having lunch, and I would watch WCW right after, and I would watch WWE for all the cool characters they had, and WCW for all the wrestling. <laughs> oh, so much. So there's more to this. Actually, I should stop talking. So my question is, who has been your favorite wrestler, and why? Ooh. Like, are we just going to break up by era here? Because I, I can go through. Like, I was always more Macho Man over Hulk Hogan. I was Stone Cold over The Rock. Uh, Taker's been just a continuance. Uh, I was, was a big fan of uh, Chris Benoit. That's been tainted since then, unfortunately. <laughs> Because that was a whole situation. Um, I got back into wrestling around 2010 after watching Adam Cole. I stayed with wrestling through El Generico and uh, Kevin Steen, who is now Kevin Owens. I'm currently... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I just want to spit some out, like... Ones I really keep up with are Nyla Rose, Lufisto, Ali, uh, Jericho, and Kenny Omega, and uh, MJF. And yeah, just Orange Cassidy <laughs> is a good one now. So yeah, this is just all people that I just keep up with now. At least try to. Uh, it, I kind of want to pick a favorite overall, but I don't know if I can. <laughs> I will say favorite overall is El Generico. And I wish WWE would do something proper with him. <laughs> I went on a mid-rant halfway through that question. <laughs> oh, I2111 wants to know why is Michael Jacob Friedman the best heel in wrestling? Because he wants to be booed. Because he is doing everything he can just to be booed, and it is working out in spades. Sometimes it pays to be bad. Yep. So, I'm going to give you a quick lesson here, Colin. All right. So, in wrestling, you have heels and faces. That's bad guys and good guys. Okay. Right now, Michael Jacob Friedman is probably the best absolute heel in the world. <laughs> or at least, at least in North America. But I don't think I've seen that kind of reaction to anyone else. Not bad, eh? No, it, that's really good for him. 
because you get guys who will get the appropriate reaction. But I think right now people just want to kill this guy. <laughs> and this is good. This is good for him. This is okay. what he's supposed to be doing. But yeah, he he reminds me a lot actually of when Chris Jericho plays a heel because he leaves nothing for you to cheer for. He's not doing any spots that you'll want to see. He's not doing any kind of swerve that you'll want to see. Everything he's doing is for his own interest and his interest is being a jerk. Okay. And he's getting the best reaction ever for it. And I hate seeing him come on my TV or my monitor or whatever it is I'm watching on. But at the same time, I love it because I'm going to... Because you love to hate it, right? Yes. I, I love to hate this guy. Interesting. I mean, that's, that, that, that's marketing right there, yeah. right? And honestly, that's what I tell uh, any of the new kind of producers that come through here. It's like, you have to think about this place as wrestling, not MMA. We're here to put out a product, and you play off your opponent like that. Like, I know when Josh was filming, I'm gonna, this is going to be a little behind the scenes for you. You're all going to be smart marks now. <laughs> when Josh was filming regularly, he absolutely went and played the heel role a lot. Because the, the guests would come in, they'd be, they're generally ni- genuinely nice people. So they'd be carrying that over to camera, so Josh would play off that a little bit. And it worked. Mm-hmm. People really didn't like to see him, but they, they kept turning his stuff on to see him get beaten. Right, and then, and I mean, a view is a view is a view. Yep. And uh, if, if, whether you're tuning in to watch somebody lose or watch somebody win, yeah. And as long as the content is still good in the middle, yeah. Then if you keep if you keep people hooked, that's good. Exactly. Uh, Ninja Fisk. After I after my three times trying to get rid of that other one, is back again with I did a mixed dice so I can roll different types of damage. Efficient. I like it. I, like again, I I hope the players know which color they are so when you pick it up, they know what's coming at them. Like oh no, I'm yellow. <laughs> You're bad at video games. Yes, I am. Said spam, spam, spam. That's all I got. Thanks for doing what y'all do, folks. Spam, 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 <laughs> eggs and spam. I, I don't eat either anymore. <laughs> Ruffles McLeod back with more wrestling. With favorite tag team, Dress Express is my favorite. Oh, Dress Express is so good. Like, okay. I, I, I keep having to fill Colin in because I can see the confusion. Oh, no, 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 no. I am the audience as well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You are also the audience. Jurassic Express is... Not a velociraptor that, like, arm bars a T-Rex? No, he's a T-Rex who arm bars. Wait. Wait, what? Is it actually T-Rex? <laughs> yep. It's a guy named Luchasaurus. He comes out in a dinosaur mask with his tag team partner, Jungle Boy. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I have, have. I am going to show you some Luchasaurus after this. Wow, it it is wonderful. See, the guy's like six six or something, and he can fly, like he can move really quick around that ring. Guys, I'm rattled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite tag team though. Ooh, the Young Bucks are really good. Dress Express is really good. I love the Best Friends because I've been watching Chuck, Chuck Taylor for so long. Um, WWE doesn't really have tag teams. 
<laughs> that, that's not true. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the one tag team I really like in WWE right now. Starts with an I. I'll come back to it. <laughs> I wish I could help. I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. This is so far out of your ballpark. It's not even funny. Oh yeah. Oh. Actually, I'm really hoping, like, to go back to that question real quick. I'm really hoping the Dark Order gets something in going in AEW because I watched them a lot, including going out to shows just to see them when they were the Super Smash Brothers. So I would love to see them really get a push going. Uh, Cesario1337, will the dice packs eventually come in larger sizes than they are right now, like possible in a 10 or 20 pack? To do a 10 or 20 pack, I think we'd have to get away from the tubes we're doing right now. And we'd almost have to do like dice bags at that point. Oh I, yeah. Yeah, because get, getting the tubes as they were were a pain in the butt enough. But if we can, maybe for maybe for a special event sometime, I'll pitch it to Matthew that we do a limited selection of like dice bags. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, because when we order in like the limited edition stuff, it's never quite enough to make all the sets. We'll have one or two sitting out. Maybe if I keep setting those aside, depending if we keep doing limited edition ones, maybe if I set those aside, we can start throwing those into something for a special event. Interesting. This is brainstorming right now. We're not just, just alive on the air, coming up yeah. with ideas. Matthew knows nothing about this, and when I hit him with it, he'll be very confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Squealy Pig's back again. With I could talk about wrestling powers, I could too. Did you used to watch the ECW? A favorite that was Sabu. Uh, Sabu was awesome when I was a teenager. And I can say that for like a lot of the Attitude Era in general, which was that late 90s, little bit of the early 2000s period, where you had like Stone Cold, where you had ECW getting big, where you had a lot more of the, not over the top violence, but a lot more of the unchecked violence going on. That's when mankind got thrown off the cage. That's when a lot of stuff happened. But yeah, I used to watch ECW a lot when they finally got it on around here. On Spike, actually. It'd be, okay. like, it'd be like Friday nights or something. But they finally got ECW on here, and I watched that a lot. I was a big fan of Rob Van Dam. I was a big fan of Taz. I loved going back and finding Taz's match with... I think, I want to say Bam Bam Bigelow. Where they end up going through the stage. Like... Because back in the back in the nineties, I didn't really see anyone do that. So seeing it for the first time was really cool, and it's been kept out of sight just enough where it's still kind of cool every time I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved e I loved ECW, and then you find about all the backroom dealings that um, Paul Heyman had, where not only was he running ECW. But he was taking money from both WWE and WCW 
to like farm out his guys. Like he'd have them there, and then he's like, oh, "Yeah, this one's good. You take them." <laughs> hmm. Yep. Yeah. Now, now I'm just reminiscing about all of that. <laughs> Squealy pigs again, because I'm actually at the end of my queue here again. With, I just I started watching it in 1990. Yes, I'm old. And Taz vs. Bam Bam was awesome. Yep, I started watching. 88 or 89, so I was five or six around that time. And the first match I remember seeing was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on a Saturday morning, dressed up as a dragon. I'm gonna explain it, don't worry. But yeah, he came down like dressed as a big bright green dragon, did a whole uh, fire breathing thing, and then wrestled. I found out years later that character that got me into wrestling the first time was a punishment for him because he had the audacity to want to be at his child's birth. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he took time off from WWE to go to his child's birth and this is what they gave him in return. <laughs> the, okay, next time you wrestle, wear this? Yep. You're stuck with this now. Doesn't matter, you're one of the best technical wrestlers ever. What do you mean you're leaving? Interesting. <laughs> Back then, WWE was very Saturday morning cartoon as well. Okay. That's where you had characters like Hulk Hogan and Moshman who were larger than life, who... The, the very they, they were superheroes. Yeah. yeah. The animated superheroes that are so far out there. Yep. But yeah, I started way back then. Now I really feel old. <laughs> uh, Sarcarius asks, Ogre Montrive's narrative campaign when? That would be, I think Matthew's playing Montrive's right now, isn't he? Yeah. I haven't seen many other people pick them up. No. I'm not exactly sure also what he has in mind for the next AOS campaign. Mm -hmm. But I could imagine, as Ogres he are... He seems to be really enjoying them, or at least just destruction in general. Right, and because they fit that destruction kind of role, yep. they kind of fill the gap of being the enemy for possible narrative campaigns. Yeah. So I definitely see uh, Matthew using them in future campaigns as, as villains or as anything else, as they fit that kind of mercenary role really well. Yeah. And, you know, they're just really cool like that. Because you, you put them down and they are a threat. Like, they just look like a threat. You, you put down 80... Uh, what are those things below Chaos Warriors? The, the hordy ones. Yeah, uh, the Marauders? Marauders, yes. I don't think you put down like 80 Chaos Marauders. It's not quite the same. It's just dudes running at you. Right. This is giant ogres with giant mammoths. So We're they have a very good visual to them as well. Yeah, I, I would totally like this like to hear a narrative campaign for the Maw Tribes. It'd be really cool. I don't know, I don't know something about a, an actual wandering tribe of ogres doing something as actually like the main focus would be. I don't know what they do, but it would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, actually, the old world was really good for that because they just had them escorting caravans. Right. Almost. 
I wonder if it would still do that. I wonder if you could. Can we have like different Ogre Mog Tribe groups having complete missions of escorting caravans <laughs> and sabotaging each other? Interesting. Hmm. I don't know how. I don't know how interesting it would be after three episodes, but right, exactly. <laughs> is, it, is it one of those things that becomes annoying after multiple and fun once? Really, if you hear any ideas on this that you really like, uh, email Matthew at miniwargaming.com and tell him I came up with them. <laughs> right now, we might be getting an influx of emails, so maybe maybe, maybe give it a week. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yesterday, uh, even Matthew's inbox was starting to get full. Just people who found his email and were sending him stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm actually going to close the queue right now because it is 3 o'clock. Okay. So, should I maybe give a little bit of warning? Yeah, let's give him two minutes. We did start a touch late. Okay, so I can do this next question because that'll take, that'll take less than two minutes. Uh, from Wodine, Vodine, it has a zero in it. I'm not sure if you're going for like a North pronunciation here or not. But Aaron, have you tried sweet potato tacos? Oh, not specifically. I think so up the road here, there's a restaurant called the Vegan Hippie Chick. And they do some daily specials every once in a while. And they'll do Taco Tuesdays. I think once they did do sweet potato tacos. But I wasn't able to get there. I have done normal potato tacos though. Because two years ago, before I went vegan, um, went to my parents for Christmas dinner. And I told them, I'm going to bring tortilla shells to make Christmas tacos with. There's a whole backstory to this. I don't know if I should get into it right now. Now, was the goal to put like all of your Christmas dinner things in a taco? It or wasn't originally. Or a Christmas-themed Taco. It wasn't originally because originally I had been asked if my wife and I could host Christmas dinner. So we said, oh, we can, but you're going to have tacos because it's our, our place and we don't do this tradition nonsense. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so that got my dad upset. <laughs> so, well, they didn't hold in their place. So I told him, I'm going to bring tortilla shells anyway. <laughs> Fine. If you won't come here, I'll bring them there. Yep. So my brother and I both brought a pack of tortilla shells. We threw them down on the plate, put down potatoes, put down uh, the veggies and the meat and everything, put some gravy on it, and had that. And I had two or three of those, and they were pretty good, actually. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's as close as I've gotten to sweet potato tacos. Oh. Uh. Okay, it's been about two minutes then. Give this a close, I take it. <laughs> I'm waiting for the expertise of Colin to help me out here. Uh, I do not see the closed. Okay. How about now? There you go. There we go. Okay, Q is closed. Uh, squealy pigs, I was 10 and I'm sure, I'm sure it was Sting versus Bing. Oh, your first match, yeah. Sting versus Big Van Vader. Ooh, yeah, I've gone back and watched that one too. That that's a really good one. <laughs> Cause that's when WCW did, did like a very old Southern style of wrestling, which was a little bit slower, a little bit more 
get the baby phase over through attrition in a match. So a lot, well, what you'll get now is you'll have people go and do a lot of spots. I'm using a lot of jargon here. In I know, it's just like, but that's a lot to unpack right there. <laughs> what are you even trying to say? So you'll get people who go out now and they will do what is called spot wrestling where they have like a setup they want to do to get a big move out there. And they'll go from big move to big move to big move throughout the match. Um, the old very southern style, because you saw it a lot below the northern states, was a lot more rest holds. Uh, big moves were more for the finish. Okay. So if you saw anything more than a body slam, there's a good chance it ended the match. <laughs> right. And yeah, it, it when you got the people who really knew how to do it, they told some great stories in 15 minutes in a ring. Like you would go through a whole hero's journey with them in that time. Nice. Oh. And my last question here, I guess, from Ruffles McLeod. Which pro wrestler would make the best hero in 40K? John Cena as a Primaris Lieutenant for the Raven Guard because you can't see him. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Oh boy. That was a nice. I like that. <laughs> I think that's what I have to leave it on. I cannot go. I cannot top that. Yep. Yep. I believe that is a statement to end <laughs> the episode on. Oh, thank you everyone for showing up. I know it's a little bit shorter than usual because we got started a little bit later from the trouble with the internet. <laughs> but I thank all of you for showing up and asking your questions. It, it's been a big highlight of my day. Reminder that next week is Vito. Leave any questions below this video on miniwargaming.com, and we will see you next week. Bye.